Beauty and Brains presents a work in progress. Your favorite weekly podcast all about navigating adulthood and adversity with transparency and vulnerability. Here, we highlight progress over perfection. You're listening to my personal professional development diary, where I share the highs and lows and the real and raw parts of the story that no one talks about. I'm your host, Breland Hunt, a work in progress. Dear friend, I hope all is well with you, that you are as healthy in body as you are sound in mind and strong in spirit. Welcome back to a work in progress, the podcast. We are back in our OG setup here. I feel a little bit strange, to be honest. It's like I really, really loved recording on the webcam and it made it so easy to edit. I just had to bloop, bloop, drag and drop. But we've gotten a new camera. I've had this for a minute now. Um, I got my new camera. We're back in our old setup here and we got some things to talk about. We, okay, we got some things to talk about. Let's go ahead and get into it. I also feel kind of sad because I wore my Miss America shirt, you guys. <laughs> and then I realized that you can't even see it when I'm using like my good camera because um, it's so zoomed in to my face. But let me go ahead and get comfortable. I hate how everything just squeaks around here. Embarrassing me. Okay, can I be this far? You guys still hear me? I think so. Hi. <laughs> welcome back to a new podcast episode as you can tell by today's title we're going to be talking about my miss maryland 2022 experience i kind of do one of these free cabs every year now it seems like and they all have gone differently so interesting i mean this season this i mean this year but specifically we're going to really just talk about like the miss Maryland experience this 2022 year I mean it was a hot mess and I feel so many different ways I feel a lot of things it's kind of hard to get like my emotions out just because it's it is the end it is the end for me and Miss Maryland let me just preface it I think it's important to start off by saying that this was a bonus year I thought that I ran out of eligibility like i aged out there's an age limit to becoming miss america which means there's the age limit to being your state representative i thought that i aged out last year and so this time last year when i sat down and i did my recap of my miss maryland experience it was a recap of like my entire miss america experience and my entire like pageant experience in general it really you know i had a very bittersweet emotions about things i was so proud of myself i was third runner up i had managed the you know being a title holder through the pandemic waiting for two years and i mean going knowing after 2019 that i wanted it and not being able to hit that stage until 2021 and all the things that happened in between then um i was of course upset that like the job and the title wasn't mine and the opportunity wasn't mine but i was proud of myself for getting up there doing my best especially after all that I had been through in those like years and months and things <sighs> little did I know and I was so ready to literally like close that chapter and move forward into the next part of my life little did I know um I feel like a few months later honestly but it was some months like if that was in July I was still I was in Washington County I was still doing service and stuff up until uh profound to me the date should be more profound to me since it really did change the trajectory of my entire year but um maybe around september october i i just i remember i remember lydia coming over to my house and it was before she was going to go to connecticut for the show me your shoes parade or yeah and there's like also the orientation weekend i think i have the worst memory ever but she came over and i was like letting her borrow some clothes and stuff and like just like whatever you want from my closet girl like you got it and i remember her being like you know there's talks that they're gonna change the age limit and i literally was like they're not changing the age limit like they're just not gonna do that they're just not gonna do it i'm not even gonna get my hopes up like i'm here to support you girlfriend and lo and behold i remember there's this really big group me chat um, with all of the national Miss America local title holders and they started it in the beginning of the pandemic and so the girls chatting there periodically and 
I remember the chat blowing up that night and it was like first the girls in Texas were like did you guys hear about this and I'm thinking to myself like no way no way and I was like okay well I just because I have another chance doesn't mean that I should doesn't mean do I do I want to do I know if I want to I don't really know let me take some time let me think about it let me pray about it because I don't want nothing that's out of God's will for my life and I remember praying about it for a long time and not hearing anything <laughs> I was like I'm not getting any type of like yes no no resounding you should go for it this is your year and I was like I mean what and what I'm learning because I pray and fast in order to hear answers a lot and sometimes what I'm realizing and what I've grown to realize is that sometimes if you are in your word and your understanding of the word like you know deep down in your heart that like you just have a, a feeling and um if that if you and your heart are in line with god then your initial feeling is probably also like in the will of god because he doesn't want anything that's for you and obviously he can he can allow anything and everything to work for your good if you love him so i kind of was just like i was waiting for it i was waiting for an answer um, and I will honestly say that I never received like a resounding like signs miracle wonders but I was like I mean there's nothing resounding that's telling me like no um, so I'm gonna find out for myself <laughs> I'm like I'm just gonna see but it took me a minute because when I actually went to Miss America in December I still hadn't had my mind made up and you guys saw that vlog and that experience I remember really kind of solidifying like Oh, I would love to be up on that stage and it feels possible like if there was just a little a little tweak I could have been Miss Marilyn I could be up there on that stage like it just felt so possible like I knew so many people there I ran into people and there was just a lot of seeds that were planted at Miss America in addition to like that whole year of being so close and maybe be like you know what I'm gonna come back um but in December I already knew like okay when I come back in whatever you know whenever the new locals are going to be there are different things that I want to do. Now the thing about this year that was really just unique to me was that around this time in December specifically in January is when things with medical school really started to get real. It started to get like yo I'm not hearing anything like it's crickets out there. My applications are out, my secondaries are out, like the MCAT is done, the app is like everything is out there and I'm waiting and I'm not hearing anything back and I'm thinking to myself what am I going to do if I don't get into medical school this year what am I going to do like what is it going to look like what do I want my life to look like if I have another year of being a pre-med living here in Maryland before going to medical school which really really scared me if you guys watch any of my previous podcast episodes you know that like thinking of not being a doctor like on this long 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 pre-med journey that I've been on for years it is just kind of like really stresses me out gives me a lot of anxiety a lot of self-doubt just like all bad things I really just had the passion for wanting to kind of shift my focus and my perspective from instead of it being another year of me not in medical school that maybe it's an opportunity for me to live in my purpose and walk in my purpose in a different way and so I decided to change my social impact initiative to focus on the education and the advocacy for the maternal health crisis because the horrible maternal mortality rate in the U.S., specifically that for black women and minority women and um, minority and black birthing people, is one of the most impactful reasons why I want to be a doctor and why I want to practice obstetrics and gynecology. You guys have heard me talk about this literally since I was going into Spelman and if you know me in real life you know that I wanted to be an OBGYN forever and um, specifically when I went to Spelman and I learned about the maternal health crisis and literally just all women study stuff like my life changed my eyes were opened and I immediately was like this is my purpose like this is my passion I feel like I've always wanted to be a doctor I've always loved women's health I always knew that I wanted to be a doctor for women and I didn't really know why I just like Liked it but when I found out about the crisis like it ignited my passion for public health and I immediately knew like this is something I need to do I need to make a difference in this way and I'm gonna do so by being a doctor 
and so in this area of life where i felt really just stuck like i am not living in my purpose like what am i doing right now i know why god put me on this earth so it's like god if this is why you have me here then why won't you get me started like, why won't you let me get started why won't you get me into the medical school so i can be a doctor so i can save these women's lives so i can be that advocate on the labor and delivery floor and save these black and brown women from dying due to childbirth complications um i was really just like why 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 and my answer is kind of just like why are you waiting until then like what can you do here and now and the thing that I love the most about the Miss America organization, the fact that they give each girl a platform and they give a girl a platform at the local level to where you can really like make a difference in volunteerism and community service. And I'm a volunteer girl. I'm a community service girl, okay? There are so many reasons why I participate in this unpredictable ebb and flow of a competition called pageantry there are so many reasons but the thing that first grabbed my attention other than just like the glitz and the glam like the attention of it all is like the community service because there are just there really are not a lot of places where you can like individually like do your own community service without like starting your own nonprofit or like there just aren't a lot of things especially like out of college there aren't a lot of ways where you can like genuinely make a really big impact with community service in your community at least not that directly aligned with what I want to do so for me like the really big reason why I wanted to come back was because I was like you know what this is actually a chance for me to change my social impact initiative to focus on the maternal health crisis and to be this maternal health advocate that I always say that I am but it's like in what ways are you an advocate just because you want to be a doctor and you want to help what are you doing here and now and I really challenged myself to be like this is the year where if anybody ever asks me that question I'm going to be able to say I've done this I've done this I've done that and um and I will really be able to, again, educate other people about it, spread more awareness about it, and really genuinely make a difference. And so like in January, I started like just journaling, like what does that look like? Do I wanna make a difference by speaking to my representatives? Do I wanna raise like a butt ton of money? Do I wanna host different events? Do I wanna talk to doctors? Do I wanna talk to nurses? Do I wanna talk to students? Do I wanna talk to children? Like, how do I wanna do this? And I mean, the idea just kept flowing and flowing and flowing and nobody has really been able to fully see the full vision and the details of my social impact initiative but like I put in work like before anybody even heard about it or saw about it like saw about it but anybody heard about it or saw it like I was putting in work to be like what can I do to like genuinely make a difference like what can I do to walk in my purpose here and now and use this platform to do so? So at this time I was still Miss Washington County but I was still doing like my B squared workshops as well as just like other community service events in the local Maryland area and then I gave up my title and <laughs> honestly speaking can we be honest here I wish I just would have stopped then. I wish I would have given up my title as Miss Washington County and I just would have like left my Miss Marilyn experience there just with the cherry on top it was a beautiful experience everybody was just so kind to me there I loved Washington County Western Maryland and I just I just wish I would have ended it there um and I talked about this in a previous podcast and like in a in some vlogs and stuff too where this local season for me was really really difficult and I have no idea why all I can say was that it wasn't really meant for me actually I won't even say that because I just had lunch um, the other day with somebody who I met at my first local where I went unplaced. I had never lost a local at Maryland before. I lost a local in North Carolina, but once I got, like, got my footing here in Maryland, I never lost a local. Like I had only done two, the two that I won. And so I was like, oh, this is very like strange and off, especially after coming from a year where I placed in top five at Miss Maryland. Um, it was a pretty competitive local, like both of the girls end up being in the top four at Miss Maryland this year um spoiler alert so it's like that's fine it's understandable for sure but I was really just like shook about the entire thing I say that to say though that I ended up meeting a lot of amazing people and I wouldn't have been as close to them been able to be a mentor and also be able to gain a mentor myself if I wasn't in that space and so even though I'm like I wish I didn't do it 
and I wish I never did it. <laughs> oh yeah, like that's it's such it's a I have a hard juxtaposition um, this year between part of me, a big part of me is like I wish I did not come back. Like I wish I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm like I wish I just didn't do it again because I would have rather have gone out on top because I was very happy with my loss last year. Um, whereas this time I'm not so much, but I can find a lot of purpose and joy and reasoning behind it. So it's like literally what the Bible says, like I can see how he's using it for my good. It just still sting a little, you know, it's, it's just thing, just a little. But um, so yeah, I've kind of went over all of the local season stuff again in the previous episode. So I won't really harp on it again. But I do think it is a good point to make where yeah, part of me is like I wish I never did it. And part of me is like I can see why I had to go through everything that I had to go through just in order to be the person I am today even though I lost the entire competition. I think I explained this in my other videos as well but I think it is important to mention just because a lot of people probably just don't understand like specifically why pageantry specifically why Miss America like why do you want to be Miss Maryland you could do this you could do this and it's like sometimes it's just like y'all those things don't necessarily speak to me. The reason why this organization and this title and this job speak to me is like one being able to be a part of a community like it is a once in a lifetime chance to get plugged into a network of like-minded women who carry the same passion to seek the best version of themselves you're really not going to be able to find that in a lot of places especially not in a way where things are like catty and malicious or um just really really competitive like obviously it's a competition so things are competitive but it's also like a really big conglomerate of sisterhood at the same time and I think it's all about like your personality and your perspective on things on which way you look at them um the second part again is that platform the ability to make a change in your community and for your voice to be heard like you guys don't understand when I wanted to move forward with my social impact initiative the way that I the way that like my emails were responded to when I was able to say that I was Miss Cumberland or that I was a candidate for Miss Maryland versus just like hey I'm Breland a random person who you have no idea like your emails are responded to your people ask to take pictures with you at events you don't have to go up to other people and fangirl them like for example when I went to a March of Dimes uh there was their gourmet gala and I was in my crown and sash the March of Dimes president was there and I knew exactly who she was because I partner with March of Dimes for my social impact initiative and I go up to her and I'm just like hi you know my name is Breland blah 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 and actually no I was walking past and she stopped me and was kind of just like oh my goodness like can we take a picture and I'm like yes and then I'm able to give like my 30 second spiel and talk to her about the initiative and what I wanted to do and all that I had done for her organization so far and those are opportunities that you don't always get like you have to really be like it helps helps you get in the door, helps you get in the rooms, it helps you make connections, and you can be of service to your community and really make a difference in the things that you care about. And that really just goes into the last thing, which is like the impact. Like I talk to you guys about this a lot. Everybody has a reason why, you know, they live, what keeps them going, breathing, and mine is impact. Like I want to have an impact on the world and the people who I touch, the people who I everybody who I encounter I hope to impact them in a way hopefully a great way but like specifically like our community our peers young people old people like it's a chance to touch people and inspire people and make them feel some type of way and so although I have received success in these and so many other places and ways like it's not especially thus far in the organization it's not to the extent that I would have preferred um, if I would have won or had the opportunity to be Miss Maryland or had the opportunity to go to Miss America and so like there's still there's still work to be done and the weird thing is which I learned this past year my last year of competing although it seems unfair is that your experience doing what you want to accomplish before competing for the job won't impact whether or not you get the job or not like last year when i was runner up i honestly beat myself up over the fact that i didn't work hard enough for it and it was just like 
the hard fair truth like you were not the hardest worker there you were not the hardest worker this year you did not put in the most hours you did not do the most so it's okay like you did really good for what you prepared for this year that wasn't the case you guys watched the vlogs and that was even just like literally an hour of a clip of like weeks of the amount of work that i've been putting in for months and honestly years it made this loss even more confusing and just a little harder um it's not fair like to say that i deserved it i don't think the crown was mine and because i think that we genuinely all are worthy of it i could see so many girls and i told a lot of girls this at miss maryland i'm like girl you are miss maryland like i can see it and for a lot of girls i'm like you know it may not be this year because we all can't be miss maryland this year but like you're if you come back and it's the right year and the right time some people don't even need to tweak anything it just needs to be the right environment the right year for you like you'll definitely like be miss maryland one day there were so many girls and that's probably the case because i see pictures and it's kind of like oh wow this girl was miss maryland this year this girl was miss maryland this year this girl like you all have what it takes um however i say that to say that it, it was disappointing not to see my hard work manifest into success this past year and the beautiful and frightening thing with pageantry is that it's such a raw and honest display of like you as an individual person um it's like how you present yourself your ideas your morals your style your impression of beauty and it's all being judged by strangers like people who you do not know who do not know you and they can just make up an opinion and it can change the trajectory of your life it's actually insanity and every time i lose i ask myself why do i put myself through this why do i allow myself to be judged by strangers who do not know me because i mean i hope like I hope I can make you love me in 10 minutes and you know just fall deeper in love with me when you see me on stage and you can see my hard work and I mean just the amount of time that I put in my paperwork and the mock interviews but it's like although there's nothing more fulfilling than being seen when you present your most authentic self your best self it's also really embarrassing and heartbreaking to be overlooked or unsuccessful as that same authentic version of yourself that you are so proud of. Like last year, the difference between me, my first year, and my second year was a lot of that like authenticity that no, this is exactly who Breland is. Breland is gonna show up as Breland. And I felt like just just so myself, just so happy with what I presented at Miss Maryland in 20. 21 and this year i was also very happy with who i presented i just made things even better like i was even more proud i was even more in line i was even more in tuned i was even more and it was like but i did worse so for those of you guys who don't know if you didn't watch the vlog which you should by the way i ended up making top eight so this year there were a few less girls who competed um in general there were things different from this year versus last year a lot of things that were different and I guess we'll talk about a few of those things now um so first things first is that this was basically a traditional year just traditional with a lot of changes so starting off like I said the locals there just were not a lot of locals this year so there were not a lot of girls it was really hard personally for me to win a local title and then the orientation was virtual there was also like a virtual digital sweeps all of that is like different than how things normally um, worked out but once the class was together we had our orientation and the week of Miss Maryland was similar to how it was in the past but still different and very different than it was last year in 2021 Miss Maryland was one of the only classes that had like a hybrid competition so Miss Maryland it wasn't a Miss Maryland week <laughs> it was like um, we had virtual preliminary competitions where you did everything on one day in your own environment like you had to set up your own zoom camera in your own environment and you would like join a zoom and then like do your interview and then well no we had interview one day and the next day we would like join a view join a zoom and do our on-stage question and then join the zoom and then do our talent and then join the zoom and do our evening gown um it was very strange um 
yeah really interesting and then the top 10 were announced virtually and then we were invited back to the Maryland theater and then there was a one day of competition where we came we learned all the production we competed and the Miss Maryland was crowned by the end of the day so it was a lot of like alone time <laughs> um it was a very isolating time and it was for our safety obviously with COVID which is great because we didn't have any um scares like we were very safe the entire time but it definitely was a different experience this year it was a full week um the first year when i did in 2019 i think it was maybe six days and this time it was five days so it was monday to saturday and again if you guys watch the vlog you get the gist of everything on monday we came in we checked in and it was kind of like a red carpet ceremony where we came we spoke and then we like took pictures in front of like a red carpet whereas last time we didn't really speak we just like walked up and we signed our name on the maryland map that's really the difference between that event and then um also my first year competing when we did have a full week in 2019 the theater was underneath construction i believe so we couldn't do everything there was this time we did everything at the theater so we were at the theater all day we would wake up go to the theater rehearse go eat lunch at the theater go back to rehearsal eat dinner at the theater go back to rehearsal and then the days where we had preliminaries we would just be there all day we left um i think two times to go to a mayor luncheon and to go to like a sponsored lunch at mcdonald's um that was it whereas in 2019 when we did have a full week we left to go to lunch and dinner multiple times a day so that was the main difference um between the week so it was shorter and um but it was shorter but it, it felt longer because it was just like so much time in the theater versus like you needed like more outfits last time and there was a lot of like appearances and stuff whereas this time it was really just like you're just here learning the production and you're just like waiting 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 for showtime 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 um so i mean i enjoyed both of my experiences being intentional about my perspective and having positive outlooks on this experience i'm grateful that i did get the miss maryland experience again because last year was not like it was a different experience i'm glad i even had that just to be be able to be like yeah i did the the pandemic experience cool um it was very stressful last year like this year was more fun for sure being around the girls it was more rewarding um but yeah so i'm glad that i got to experience the miss maryland week one more time awkward <laughs> to say a lot of this stuff because i don't want to come off like bratty but i want to be like very clear that i not clear i i don't want to diminish the fact that like I am disappointed that I didn't do as well as I did last year. Continuing on, a smaller class this year, so we just had two preliminary nights instead of three. Um, again, in 2019, we'd have three preliminary nights. This time we had two, so there were two separate groups. My first night I competed in talent, and my second night I competed in my um, on-stage pitch and question. Then I did my evening gown or the red carpet um, area of competition, and then the talent and the evening gown won a preliminary award each night so the first day oh well let's rewind because the first day was pretty standard we came we checked in we had rehearsals and stuff and for me I was just honestly in a blur the whole time because I was so tired I waited until the absolute last second to pack and it took me all night long and it wasn't just packing but it's like packing and doing your hair and showering and shaving and doing this and doing this and doing that like it took me so long that I was so tired the next day um yeah i was literally like a zombie walking around which kind of made my energy a little bit low the second day was interviews and my interview day started off like kind of rocky i talked about it in the vlog but not really i basically had this vision that i wanted my hair to be parted down the middle and i wanted to twist it going back um so that way it was out of my face but it still had like a puff at the bottom that way you could really just focus on my face during the interview and it didn't work out and so I like drenched my hair and if I were to wear my hair just like out I like for it to be a day or two old that way it just gets bigger so it was like wet and I had like set it in a middle part and you guys know me I'm a side part girly so I just already just felt like off it's like very little things but I was like dang if I if my hair wasn't gonna turn out the way that I thought it was I would have just kept it I could have gotten an extra hour of sleep whatever um my interview was very strange like and 
that's honestly I think it was my interview I I mean yeah I think it was my interview that did it I think it was a multitude of things I think that I at the end of the day was not what the judges were looking for and although that I although I was myself and I had done so many mock interviews I was prepared I was you know articulate I was passionate I was funny I was whatever I just wasn't what they were looking for and I think it was just it was so clear in my interview that like you can just tell when it's just like like I wasn't getting the feedback that I normally get and it's so hard with mock interviews because when people are mocking you they are asking you either really tough questions or questions that are like I know that you're going to get access because of your paperwork or you know I'm wanting to know you I'm wanting to see if you're the right person for the job but it felt like for me when I went into my interview they already kind of weren't interested in me based off of my paperwork um, or based off of like what I don't know if it was what they saw online I don't really know what it was but they didn't they weren't like excited to speak to me they didn't seem excited like they didn't seem I don't know and it's really surprising because last year my interview I didn't love it either mainly because it was a really political interview um I was asked a lot of political questions and that's not my jam I don't really like political questions I'll answer them I do my research on it but I just think that you can't really you can know more about a person and what they're capable of for the job of Miss Marilyn or for the you know whatever job they're applying for or um, competing for if you just ask them questions about themselves and their work and stuff and what I see as Miss Marilyn, Miss Marilyn I want it to be I poured into leading up to the competition and I wrote it out very clearly and distinctly in my paperwork and I feel like they were again not looking for that so my paperwork just wasn't clear or it was a turnoff I, I will never know I'm not quite really sure but based off of the way that my mock interviews would go, the way that people would be intrigued by my um, initiative and ask me questions and they all their questions were they didn't it didn't feel like they were rooting for me. It didn't feel like they were interested in it. I mean, they were interested in me. I don't I really can't explain it, which I know is super annoying, but I just could tell when I left. I said it was either they were asking me questions more about like my how I would be as Miss Marilyn which is great and fine but it wasn't based off of like what I presented to them but based off of whatever idea they had off of like what Miss Marilyn should be or whether I don't know if it was what the board said or based off of the other girls like I don't know what they were pulling from but it was like I don't I don't feel like this is a fair interview like let's get to know Breland and see if we like Breland for the job um or Miss Cumberland or candidate number eight whatever it was so I felt kind of weird after my interview but I was like well maybe they're asking everybody these same kind of questions and hopefully I just answered it the best um until I think that I'll be the best for the job Wednesday night was the first day of preliminary competitions and I competed in talent and this was really interesting because talent is my weakest area of competition I know that and so I actually changed everything about my talent last year I did a contemporary ballet piece on point and I removed my point shoes and I was in a, um, a pink tutu and I got a lot of feedback that people hated that talent which was weird because I had heard a lot that people loved it and like people's response to what I thought that they liked it but then it ended up hearing that people didn't like it um, and specifically my director was like the talent has got to go so I was like oh my gosh like when she told me this I was very confused leading up to Miss Maryland because my local was very late it was the last local of the season it was in the last week of April and Miss Maryland was in the last week of June so I had exactly two months to get my stuff together. I wanted to go back to Miss Maryland in 2022 basically the same way I did as 2021 with maybe just a few tweaks like a few tweaks and really the main tweaks was going to be my new social impact initiative was going to come off more passionate because I was more passionate about it and it was more unique than just like general mentorship um and I changed everything <laughs> like I changed everything and it's kind of hard to say like if I changed things for the better or the worse I personally think that everything was still changed for the better it was just a matter of like 
the competition the girls the judges the time of the day like i don't necessarily think that i was a worse competitor but it is really hard because i'm like maybe i should have kept things the same but when it comes to my talent i ended up um hiring somebody like choosing a song i danced to define gravity and i was like i wanted it to be like contemporary and then the um choreographer she choreographed it for me and i liked it but i was like something is missing y'all i was literally considering like doing um ribbon twirling at the end because i was like there just needs to be something different like there needs to be something about this I ended up getting a lot of help on my talent and even like the costume change was like so last minute like everything was so different than what I envisioned it being and I loved it I was very like confident like this is one of the strongest talents that I did and I worked really really hard on it now mind you guys during the local season I injured my hamstring so I made sure the dance was really centered around my right leg um, and I just wasn't putting a lot of pressure on this leg at all and on Wednesday during the morning time we did like a run-through of the talents everybody who did talent ran through it all the teens went first they did tech rehearsal and they did like a fake run through of the show and then all the misses went tech rehearsal and then we did a run through of the show so you got a chance to do your talent twice and when I did because I was last in my group I had to wait for everybody to go before me and I was stretching all morning long in my zone airpods in just like because talent just makes me so nervous so nervous and it's sad to know that's probably one of the last times that I'll ever like perform on stage again um but it just makes me so nervous because I'm just not a solo dancer and I know that there are just better dancers in the world I love to dance and I just I just I just hate being judged for it in that way like I wish I could just like dance for fun you know like do you have a talent yes or no not like are you the best and you know what is this compared to a this and a that like I just want to dance you know so um talent makes me really, really nervous and I really want to do my best because I felt like it was something that really held me back last year that I didn't have the strongest talent and obviously it was one that people didn't like during the tech rehearsal I did this one move where I basically roll over from one side to another side like on on my back or like I'm on my butt but like I'm rolling over and I like overextend my knee in a way that I have never done before and it hurt so bad it was swollen for the rest of the week I like dislocated I'm not really sure what it was and I do have bad knees my brother actually like injured his knees when he was playing you know pro ball in Portugal overseas and so I know that our bodies don't have great knees um but I was like why why today of all days so I was so nervous all day one because it was talent and talent was really important and that was going to be a big deal on whether or not I was going to be able to 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 play with the big dogs if they didn't like my talent I was done for so I was like I I was literally sick to my stomach all week like the day of interview I could not eat the day of um talent I could not eat a thing like I eat two bites I'm like I need some but I wasn't even hungry I was just like nervous all week long anyway ended up injuring my knee but the day went fine and when I look at the pictures I think you know when you're like so particular about making sure that you just like hit things perfectly because it's like the only shot that you have I just I did the dance pretty well especially because my knee was really um injured and i was very happy with it so i didn't expect to win um the best talent or anything i was like i just feel like it's enough to keep me in the game now the second night or the third night we were there so this is thursday now um the preliminary competition was evening gown and y'all saw my evening gown okay i loved my evening gown this year now i loved my evening gown last year because it was pink and it was sparkly and i love that gown but I competed in it so many times with my local and I just felt I just wanted something that just gave you that like feeling when you saw me like when you saw I just wanted it to be like yes give because I feel like I look good all the time but it's like what's gonna make me look great you know so I just had this vision of something like I just knew when I saw me that I wanted to be impressed with myself like I wanted to feel like you know what I feel like I look really good like really pretty I remember last year being like even though this is the dress that I quote unquote like, I don't necessarily feel like I look my best. Like I don't feel like I look extremely pretty here. Um, 
so I went with this white dress and I saw that I ended up getting a train added to it it had to tie slit so I'm gonna wear my hair up and the reaction that I got when I walked on stage for the preliminary competition for evening gown was a dream it was my favorite moment on stage almost in my entire life there's one other time where I got a standing ovation um, after I did like a principal dance and I literally cried because it was like oh my gosh like you guys like me you really like me but I had that same feeling where I personally had never heard people be so verbally supportive and in line with like girl no you look good and like you guys you see me in dresses you see me in dresses for you know years now because I've been competing and so I was like okay I did what I needed to do exactly what I wanted I came and I gave a moment I looked good I looked like a queen I think I present myself well and I don't think I've really ever had problems with like my walk or whatever and I'm also like tall so I just felt so confident and good when it came to my evening gown um and like I said I wasn't expecting to win best talent but I was really hoping that I would win best evening gown because I just felt like I did everything that I needed to do in order for it to be like a look and a moment and you know whatever and I didn't end up winning best evening gown um for that night for my category and that's when I knew I'm not even gonna lie to you guys that's when I knew I said oh the judges hate me like they don't like me because are you blind <laughs> you guys I'm kidding please take this with a grain of salt please don't take me seriously nothing that I say during this podcast can be used against me take it with a grain of salt um but I was like wow that's so crazy that like y'all wasn't feeling the vibes and y'all when I tell you I my phone was blowing up when I got it everybody like people who just don't me who don't know me and then afterwards too we had like a visitation so we would go and like to this um in this room in the theater and your friends and family would be there and so people who I didn't know were coming up to me men women white black old young like babies were coming up to I love your dress and I was like thank you and people just like the hair my old director like I'm sorry it was a crowd favorite and so I was very discouraged after that I mean I kept myself in pretty good spirits like it's okay it's all right um, I felt like I was still a strong enough candidate to make the top eight but I was like I don't know about that and at the time I didn't even know there was gonna be a top four I thought it was a typical top five like how there always was so I was like hopefully you know I'll just make the top five um, my main thing was that I didn't want to come back to all this spend all this money all this time all this energy all this effort and just be third runner-up again like that was my thing that I really did not want to happen well <laughs> even worse ended up happening because Friday was the teens final um shout out to Riley Jackson our newest Maryland's outstanding teen super proud of her and excited for her and then Saturday um when we had tech rehearsal the morning time production rehearsal that's when she announced it really wasn't an announcement I don't know if it was prior knowledge beforehand you know sometimes you just go with the flow you figure out things as they are as they happen and they didn't talk about the day of show for the Miss Finals until Miss Finals because we worried about preliminaries and worrying about teens and so when I found out that it was going to be a top four I was really nervous like I was already nervous I was like you know I hope I, I felt confident about making the top eight. Um, I just was. I it wasn't doesn't have anything with the girls, or even just me. I just like, am I gonna make the the? Am I gonna be a finalist? I feel like I'm gonna be a semi finalist. That would be wild. But am I gonna be a finalist again? Am I gonna make the top five? If I make the top five from there. It's a ballot, so it's just a matter of. Um, and a ballot basically means that once you make the top five, all points go out of the window, and then the judges rank the girls one through five. And who you know, then it's a thing like, oh, this girl got the most ones, girl got the most twos, and they go into points and blah blah blah. So I'm like, you know, it, it could really depend on if I make the top five, I can get that ballot, and at tech rehearsal we were told that it's going to be a top four 
and just looking to my left and to my right again I don't do a lot of comparing throughout the week but there were three girls who ended up getting a preliminary award two of them were double and one was like a tie um, so they really only left room for one other person and I was like I hope that person is me but I also can see a couple of other people who could be in that spot as well and I wish it was just more of a clear thing and it's like last year I wasn't like pressed to be top five of course I wanted it I wanted to be Miss Maryland but like once I got there I was like you know what if I don't make top five like that's okay um and I looked around I thought a lot of people could be in the top five I didn't think it was a shoe-in for me I was very like shocked and happy and excited to be top five and then when I was third runner-up I was like wow I did good and so this year, though, I was looking to my left, and my, my left and my right, and I was like, I feel like it could not be me, but I could just be hard on myself because, you know, I'm myself, and I feel like, you know, everybody else is amazing, too. Maybe I don't see how amazing I am. Saturday night comes, lo and behold, I make the semifinals, so I am top eight. I think I was called number, was I four or six on the finals night? Um, I think I was six no maybe it was four I think it was four um and actually no I have no idea I can't remember what number I was uh, I just remember like I wasn't really I wasn't really nervous actually I wasn't nervous at all I really was not nervous about semifinals and not to say that in a cocky way I think my mind was just like I'm gonna worry about one area competition at a time so it was like first things first was talent by Saturday my knee was even worse and I definitely performed my talent worse than I did my preliminary night but I was just like you know what I didn't fall on my butt I finished on time okay cool next it was um, your question and for my onstage question she told us during tech rehearsal that it was going to be uh, political questions current event questions which again are not my favorite so I was thinking to myself okay obviously we are days away from the Roe v Wade news breaking and I'm a maternal health advocate my initiative is all about the maternal health crisis women's reproductive justice like I'm clearly going to be asked a question about this I was prepared for a question about abortion um and I was prepared for other questions too, but the question that I ended up being asked was about um, open conceal carry laws. And it was something that I had briefly just seen because I was like, let me look at my phone today just to see if there's any new stuff going on um, because it's going to be political questions. But I didn't want to like over, you know, you don't want to do too much and look too much, but I say this in my personal life all the time. I'm not a guns girl. I don't like guns. Some people are afraid of snakes. Some people are afraid of heights. Some people are afraid of roller coasters. I'm afraid of guns. I don't like guns. And so I honestly though I'm so not even anti-guns but just genuinely afraid that it's hard for me to even formulate an opinion especially like an educated opinion on guns because they just scare me um so a lot of times when i'm doing my research or you know just updating myself on current events when it comes to guns i'm like i know what my stance is but the question was really interesting because it asked me about concealed to carry and it's something that is already legal here in maryland so what could I really say? I felt like there I felt like there was no room for me to elaborate in the question. It was like, do you agree with this yes or no? And I was like, well, I personally don't really I feel uncomfortable with guns. Um so it's something that I wish that they would reconsider reconsider because it makes me scared, it makes me uncomfortable. And that's really all I could say. And even looking back on it, like how I could speak about it more, I think maybe if I was so like anti, I mean, I am anti-guns, but I'm like, I can't even, like because the question wasn't about guns, it was about concealed to carry. And I'm like, I could have just taken it all the way left and been like, they should have guns in the first place. But that's just like not where my mind went. And I also get really nervous answering on stage questions. I had the chance uh, that the tendency to blank. So I wanted to keep it short. And I feel like um, when it comes like to the top eight, and it being really competitive, getting it to the top four, I think that my question wasn't strong enough to get me there, especially because the judges weren't in my opinion a big fan of me to begin with um 
so after that we did evening gown I had a great time in my evening gown and then we switched back into our interview outfits for us to do an on-stage pitch because the top four girls were gonna do a top pitch and I wasn't called in the top four and like I said it was like I feel like I presented a better more complete better thought-out version of myself and it's just sad that it wasn't rewarded it's like you streamlining something major at your job and you get a demotion <laughs> like what is happening um, and so yeah it's hard to wrap my head around it and it's even harder to be proud of myself because the results just don't reflect my hard work and and it sucks because I don't get another chance and I wish that my Miss Maryland story didn't end like this. Like I said, I was more proud of myself, even though I'm a loser either way. <laughs> I'm a big fat loser. Um, even though either way, I'm not Miss Maryland. I'm not going to Miss America. And I don't get, you know, more time with my social impact. It's like, I just wish it didn't end this way, where I did worse this year than I did last year. Especially because I I don't think it's because I declined my performance I really just think it was like time and place and and the people and the judges and so it's like I wish I didn't come back because it just wasn't it literally just wasn't my year and it felt like that the entire year and even though I've gained a lot from it like I said people experiences um, opportunities and stuff it also feels like I knew I shouldn't have done it <laughs> at the same time um, and it's like I saw so many girls from other states come back and win this year, um, especially like black girls. And I just felt like so strongly like it was supposed to be me, like it could have been me. And I honestly don't know like what I could have done, you know, differently to change the results. It's not like, oh, if I would have worn my hair like this or my dress like this or like, yes, the interview could have been different, but I couldn't have prepared. I couldn't have known what they were looking for in order to be different I was just myself and if that's not what they wanted then I I really couldn't have changed I couldn't have prepared to change more um, I just truly feel like it wasn't for me like this just being Miss Marilyn was not for me at least not this year no bad no matter how bad I wanted it for myself so how do you cope with being told no in order to walk in the will of God if I'm being honest like I said, I never received confirmation that this was God's plan for me. In fact, I received silence when I purposefully seeked out an answer. So what have we learned? <laughs> no answer is not a yes. That's one. Um, and that clearly God has other plans for me. And it makes me sad. Like, why couldn't this have been the experience? Like, why did you place this desire in my heart if you weren't going to fulfill it? Like, why did I waste months and almost years of my life chasing this goal that ends with virtually nothing to show for it. I'm really grateful for somebody who actually sent me this really great um, article after losing. It's by Anna B. Newton. It's called For the Runners Up. She mentioned four different things in this article. I'm going to read them to you here and I'll also leave a link in the show notes down below. But one, she says that the determination of the winner is up to five individuals. If there were five different judges, there would probably be a different winner. And so just as she had to remind herself of that, and I have to remind myself of that, if you are in a similar situation now, tomorrow, or in the future, I hope you remind yourself of that and that your worth is not and it should not be determined by five random individuals who do not know you. Um, number two is to be proud of yourself. You miss 100% of the chances that you didn't take. That's the grace that I'm giving myself is that I like have a regret for doing it but I also know that if I didn't do it I also would have had a regret I would have had more regrets it would have been a big what if um the quote-unquote person who we thought was gonna like win didn't win and it's not because she wasn't amazing it's the same thing where it's just like the judges just had a different vision I love our new Miss Marilyn and I think that her trajectory leading up to Miss Marilyn was very similar to mine and so if I if I would have stopped and I didn't do my third local and I didn't do Miss Marilyn and she did and she ended up having to do three locals and if she would have won I would have looked and been like that possibly could have been me because I also had a hard time the local season and I also thought that you know these girls could have beat me out but if like she beat them out then I could have possibly you know what I'm saying like I could have I would have had 
um, a lot of regrets that I didn't do it, especially because of the way that this year went. Um, and you miss 100% of the chances that you don't take. So I'm glad I took the chance, even though it didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to. And it's bitter, it's bittersweet, but I still have to be proud of myself, proud of how hard I prepared, how hard I worked, and just the fact that I gave it my all. And also, again, doing pageants are hard, okay? It's not for the weak, it's not for the meek. You have to have courage to get on that stage and showcase all that you have to offer in front of again these strangers in front of people who think that they are little mini judges in the audience judging you like I already had to overcome being so much and be on that, spa that stage and take up that space and have that experience and so like just being proud of myself even though it's really really hard to it's not my plan it's his my plan was to become miss maryland to live out that dream to use like this next year before i go to medical school since i have to have another year to become the maternal health advocate that i admire and that i feel like is in line with god's purpose for me um and to use the miss maryland platform um to do so and although that's not the case i won't have the six months leading up to miss america to be dedicated doing that my next six months are not going to be as glamorous at all um ultimately god has greater plans for me and i'm excited to live my life and see the hidden blessings unfold so overall i am thankful for my experience in pageantry like i said i've gained so many skills i've learned the importance of volunteerism and giving i've met so many special people and I've overcome a lot of challenges. Maybe one day I'll get the answer as to, you know, why I wasn't here and now, but for now I do just have to accept the fact that I'm just a big fat loser and that it's over and I have to heal quickly because I have a new chapter that's starting now. My winning of this pageant would determine the next year of my life. I knew a year ago that my life was not going to look the same come this time. And as we got closer and closer and closer, that decision was very clear. Like, I'm either going to be Miss Maryland or I'm going to have this very other lifestyle. And I'll talk about that in the next vlog. If you guys want to see that, make sure you are subscribed. And before we head out, I definitely want to leave you guys with some kingdom keys because I believe that God speaks to us in various different ways. We can see the same problem. It bothers you and it don't bother me. And it bothers you because you've been assigned to do something about it. So the reason David was uniquely agitated with Goliath is because he's assigned to it. And the things that's agitating you are often the things you're anointed for. I want to tell somebody this flipping season. This is flipping season. So let's not complain, uh-oh, or be upset or offended with the little joy we have. Flip it. Let's not be upset and complain about the little piece we have. Flip it. Let's not be offended by, come on, the little opportunity we have, flip it. Because little is much when you place it in the hands of God. And if you will manage it properly, God will multiply it in a way that's exceedingly and abundantly above all you ask. Lastly, we're gonna end this episode off right with a few minutes of guided affirmations to keep our spirits up and focus as we move throughout our day. Remove all distractions and verbally repeat these words after me. I accept hard emotions and allow myself to express them when I need to. I love trying new things regardless of the result. I am brave enough to chase my wildest dreams. I am proud of myself. There are no limits to what I can achieve. I am a Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe. You can do so on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're not already watching the pod, don't forget we over here chilling, cackling, and having a good time on YouTube. 
So subscribe to my channel at Beauty and Brains. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Breland Hunt. A lot of you guys are going to ask me, what am I going to do next? Right now I'm going to focus on school. This will not be the end of my pageant journey. The bug has been bitten. Like I said, I can't go out like this. So just stay tuned to see what I do next. If you know me and if you know what my goals are with pageantry, you probably know what's next. So just stay tuned. Visit my website, breelandhunt.com, for weekly podcast updates or to contact me to share your story. And until next time, be sure to live each day to the fullest because you only live once and give yourself some grace. Win or lose, we are all just a work in progress. I'll see you guys next time.